are listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip. I am a pedal pumping content creator. I'm a foot model and a pedal pumping podcaster. And I also co-host the foot model podcast with my friend and foot model Cute Webbies. And you can find out more about me and get links to my social media and pics and stuff like that over on my website, which is mimifootnip.com. In today's episode, I'm going to read some emails from patrons. A couple of my patrons submitted some stories, and I want to thank my patrons. Tevin, Jim, Riker, DBM, not a golfer, Sheldon, Rayshon, Stephen, Eric F., Eric J., Cranking Fan, Rocket Man, Leo, and Michael. Thank you all so much for supporting this podcast and thank you to all the listeners who download episodes or like and favorite episodes and uh, yeah, thank you all. Like it's really nice to have this community. It means a lot to me that you all show up week after week listening to me yammer on. I really appreciate it. I love all your questions, your stories, uh, like all of your contributions to the podcast. It's just, I, I love, I love you guys. I love this community. It's just a great, a great part of my life. And I love that I get to share it with you all. So thank you. Thank you for being you. I've got a couple of emails I'm going to read. And I also have a question from a listener that I'm going to uh, play here. Hi Mimi, it's Andy here. Just wanted to know if uh, is it possible to do another brake failure videos, please. Thanks. Thanks Andy for your question. If you didn't catch his question, he was asking me about brake failure. And I want to mention that any listener who would like to ask me a question is invited to do so. Uh, you can record your message. Um, there's a button on my website. If you go to my website, mimifootnip.com, and click on the pedal pumping podcast tab or button, there should be the option of like, leave me a message or record a message. You click on that and you can record a message that I can include in the podcast. You can ask me a question. You can leave a comment. You can leave a message up to 60 seconds long. And so if you have a, if you have a lot to say, you can just leave a couple, you know, several messages and I'll put them together on the podcast. So let's talk about Andy's question, which is about brake failure. Yeah, I think I am going to be doing a lot more brake failure in 2022 uh, because I am going to be, there's a lot of changes coming up and I've been kind of alluding to it. I've talked to my patrons, they know what's going on, but basically um, I had to get rid of Wagner and the Porsche and I'm going to be moving and so I think for practical purposes and also just to push myself in a cre new creative direction I've done a little bit of brake failure but it's not something I'm super confident about so the more you guys encourage me and request it the more wind in my sails I guess I just um need to get up more courage to really explore it. It's a lot of work too. It's a lot of editing. So it's very time consuming, maybe because I'm also not that practiced in it, you know, like it's, 
still I still don't feel like I have my sea legs with it so it, it takes me a long it takes me a long time but I mean you know like you get better at things the more you do it so I do feel like um you will see some break failure coming from me I, I'm not going to promise like soon because I've just got I've got a lot of crazy things happening uh more details coming soon this month this is february so you will definitely know more about my upcoming plans as i learn of them i mean i i know some things i'm holding back a little bit but like <laughs> um there's some pretty big changes coming so i'll keep you guys posted and i will work on some brake failure stuff this year and if it you know if you guys like it maybe I'll do more we'll see um yeah so that's the answer to that yes yes I will I will do more brick failure videos Andy and I appreciate your question yay I love getting little voice messages when someone leaves me a voice message I get an alert on my phone that says like somebody left you a voice message for your podcast and I'm like yay <laughs> so feel free to do that it, it it's always exciting for me. It's like a little surprise. It doesn't happen very often. So thank you, Andy. All right, let's do some emails. We'll take a quick break and get right back into emails. All right, let me get into reading some emails here. I've got this first email is from Rocketman483. All right, he says, hi, Mimi. Decided I'd share a little bit of my stories in life as well after listening to all the stories your readers submitted. Feel free to share. I was a late bloomer and did not have a girlfriend in high school. I had my first girlfriend in the middle of college. Sally was a petite woman, five feet tall in height and sexy size six feet. I still remember when we first got together and we were talking about favorite shoes and she told me she loved flip-flops and thong sandals, but her ex-boyfriend hated seeing those on her. I never talked to her about my fetish going into the relationship, as it's pretty taboo given that this was in the Philippines where everything is still pretty conservative, and fear as well. In a conservative society, I'd be labeled as a freak. One Sunday, though, we were dating after church. I did have a car in college, a Mitsubishi pickup truck, in fact. After lunch, we were just chilling at the park. She was wearing loafers with a chunky heel in the back, about three inches high and no socks. I had the bright idea to teach her how to drive, which she nervously accepted. This was in the year 2000, and most cars back in the Philippines were still manual transmission and had three pedals, which is why I understood the fear. I got out and had her move over to the driver's seat and adjusted her seat. Her feet reached for the pedals and moved across the pedals, gas, brake, and clutch. I asked her sheepishly if she was feeling confident driving in her shoes. She continued to feel for the pedals and then said no. She took off her shoes and apologized for the smell as she had been in those shoes all day. I was starting to get hard when she was trying out the pedals and I was trying hard to conceal my erection when the shoes came off to reveal her toes, which were painted all gold. I had to explain to her how to drive a manual transmission, step on the clutch, put it in first gear, slowly release the clutch and press the gas. 
She had difficulty doing this, and we stalled several times. As an alternate, I taught her to give it some gas and slowly release the clutch, which worked more for her. Watching those feet moving across the pedals, the three pedals, really got me hard, and she noticed that during the middle of our lesson. After about an hour, we changed places and drove to get a snack and parked. While we were parked, she confronted me about my erection and asked if I liked watching her feet on the pedals. She didn't know about pedal pumping. I had to gulp and come clean to her that yes, I loved watching her drive and then I got really hard watching her sexy feet on those pedals barefoot. She smiled and put her foot on my crotch and she pumped it like a gas pedal and asked if I liked that, smirking at me as she was teasing me with her foot. She understood when she felt how hard I was and went back to her apartment where most sexual thing we would engage in back in the day was oral sex. While she was going down on me, I started sucking those gold toes in her foot. She started moaning and I couldn't believe my luck as she was one of those who got footgasms. That being said, I really thought I struck gold that day. She knew I loved flip-flops and thong sandals, and she went ahead and bought a pair of sexy, thin flip-flops that she kept in my car for driving lessons or just for relaxing. Later on, as we dated, I bought her thong heels, and she got really good at driving that manual transmission in those shoes. When she wanted to tease me, she'd kick the shoes off and drive barefoot, stroking the gas like it was my cock, which she knew turned me on, and her as well. Sadly, she and I didn't work out. I moved to the U.S. to start graduate school, and having a long-distance relationship took its toll on us. I still look back fondly to those days, and your stories just struck a chord with me. Thanks again for what you do, and keep up the good work. Sincerely, Rocketman483. So that's really cool. Footgasms. You gotta tell me about that. What's a footgasm? Who can tell me? Is that like when you ha like a woman has a clitoris on her foot and she can orgasm with like foot stimulation? Is that what that means? I don't know. I mean, maybe that's silly, but I just um, I've never heard the term footgasm before. <sighs> I feel like that's something I should know about. <laughs> I know a lot about pedal pumping. I don't know about footgasms. So somebody fill me in. You guys, leave me a message. <laughs> Go to my website and leave me one of those voice messages like Andy did. Um, this is a cool story, especially um, how like flirty and obviously into it she was, right? Like, I guess you just don't know till you try. You really don't know like how someone's going to feel about something until you present it to them. Uh, and obviously she liked you, you guys were dating, so it was, it was kind of a welcomed, fun kink for the, the two of you to explore together, so that's great, I love this story, thank you for sharing it. Uh, next up, I've got another story, or another email, um, this is, um, from Tevin, he's also a patron of the podcast, so is Rocketman, um, and Tevin is sending an email in response to a question that I asked several episodes back. I was talking about like realism versus fantasy and I did get some like little comments here and there from different people and it seemed kind of split like 50-50. Do like how important is realism versus how important is fantasy in the pedal pumping 
um, and by by fantasy, I mean like in the video. Um, do you prefer the the scenario to be as realistic as possible, or is do you enjoy kind of like suspending? reality and just going with the full on like crazy overboard fantasy of you know what what could possibly happen um probably not something you're gonna like just happen upon in real life like you know what I, you guys know what i'm saying right there's like a difference between um a situation that feels and looks like oh yeah I, you know that's that's a likely to be true kind of story versus something that's like really over the top okay anyway um and so tevin is replying to that so i'm gonna read his email it says hiya mimi to answer the question you asked on this week's episode yes realism is a priority even in fantasy realistic situations have always given me the biggest hard on I actually do want to share a fantasy I thought of doing with you. I imagine I am your friend with benefits and I slept over after a fling the previous night. I see you in your home office talking to one of your clients in Spanish via Zoom call. Your hair is in a ponytail. You're in your sexy denim skirt, sleeveless blouse, showing some cleavage. Things are bouncing in all the right places and tan platform wedge sandals. You're rocking your natural toenails. One leg is crossed over the other. One foot taps occasionally on the floor while the other twirls in circles. I am entranced by your subconscious footwork. So of course I sneakily work my way under your desk to get up close and personal with those platform clad feet. I grab a hold of that one foot that occasionally taps on the floor and you slightly jump in your office chair. It startles you, but you remain somewhat cool, calm, and collected while I fondle that platformed foot. You continue to converse with your client in Spanish. You flub your words here and there because of the situation going on under your desk. You shake your foot side to side in an attempt to shake me off. You sort of kick at me, but not too aggressively. You don't want to draw too much attention. You uncross your legs so both of those wedged feet are now on the ground. I take that opportunity to grab both those wedged feet and fondle the heck out of them. I'm really enjoying this sensation. You know I enjoy this, but you are trying to work. You try a plethora of foot movements to get me to get my hands off, but then you feel me unstrapping your wedges your strap wraps around the ankle when you feel me start to do this you stomp your foot on the floor as a firm no do not do this while you work you stretch out your legs crossing them at the ankle so I can't reach them so now I center myself directly under your legs reach up and wedge my hands I'm between your thighs I start massaging your inner thighs you again start flubbing your conversation with your client in Spanish. I guide my hands down both your legs and then start unstrapping your wedges one at a time. Your left one, then your right one. You don't take your wedges out of your wedges. You slowly go on the balls of your feet, exposing your heels. That's my cue to massage those heels because you know I like the sensation. You get more and more flustered in this Spanish combo with your client. 
After a few more minutes of this, your Zoom call comes to an end and you kick me a little harder than last time. You frustratedly say, we agree, no fooling around when I'm trying to work. You are so fucking exhausting. Jesus Christ, we'll talk later. After you hastily restrap your wedges, you tell me that you're going into town to do errands and that I am not coming with me, with you. You're just so annoyed with what transpired. You grab your purse. I'm actually feeling annoyed as I'm reading. <laughs> I'm getting flustered and annoyed, Devin. Okay, sorry. Back to the email. You grab your purse. As I lie on the floor, I watch as you as your platformed wedged feet stomp out of the room, down the hall, and out the front door. This is where we end with a cranking, pumping segment. You clump, 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 clump all the way down to your CRX, rip the door open, hop in, and slam it shut. You shovel around for your keys in your purse, find them, push that clutch all the way down, shove that key and turn it, and the car does nothing but crank. Oh, for fuck's sake, not now. Come on, turn over. Your right foot presses the gas pedal halfway down. You proceed to turn the key several more times, and with your heel on the floorboards, pump the accelerator more aggressively. Come on, God damn you. Today, asshole angrily repeating the cranking and pumping process. Your leg lifts all the way off the seat now as you pump, and with one final attempt, you give the accelerator one final stomp while saying, fucking start! It roars to life. You say to yourself, thank fuck. You rev that bad boy a solid 30 seconds. While you can, you shove it into first, step on the gas, and angrily peel out of the complex and into town what do you think would you would love to know how you felt tev <laughs> thanks tev so yeah i could totally picture myself i'm easily i'm very irritable i'm easily annoyed <laughs> and i and i don't have a lot of patience so whether it's with a car or with a footboy fucking with my feet, I could totally see myself being like, I told you not to, you know, not to bother me, especially when I'm working. You guys see one side of me and you hear one side of my personality, but when it comes to my job, I'm like ultra professional. Like, even though I work on like basically like a Zoom call, you know, like conference call, video call, I am like dressed for, you know, like hair done, makeup done, nails done. Like my office is like immaculate. You know what I mean? Like I, I present myself very professionally. And so Tevin, if you were fucking around under my desk with my wedges and like trying to unstrap my shoes and stuff, you'd definitely be getting kicked in the balls. I'm just saying like I, I could totally see myself huffing and puffing out of my office out of my my home office out of my house and like getting into my car and peeling out that is totally within my character to do because um all of that frustration that was building um the like you know touching my feet and that like the sexual tension building and me trying to like keep a straight face and be professional like it's so important to me like I'm always on time with with people I'm um I just have a very high 
standard for myself, what I expect my of myself in a professional capacity. And so to have somebody like distracting me or pulling me away from that would create a lot of anxiety in me and I would be stressing out and I'd be getting upset and flustered totally. And, um, I'd probably take it out on you. And then as soon as I got outside, I'd be taking it out on my car. Uh, I don't have the CRX anymore, but God, I wish I did. I really, really, really wish I did. Um, yeah, I, I, when I got rid of my CRX, it was pretty trashed. I gotta admit, like I, I trashed that car, but if I could like somehow get one, like get that car, but like nice and running totally would buy another one. Oh my gosh. Um, another car, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but another car that I really want, I think I've told my patrons this, if not, I, maybe I dreamed, I dreamed it. Um, a car that I wanted when I was like junior high school, high school student, like had my eye on was the, in like that first generation of eighties, 1980s Toyota MR2s. Uh, if I could get my hands on a, like a 1980, I don't know, 85 Toyota MR2, I would be so stoked. I would buy it without even driving it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I, I wouldn't even bother test driving it. I would just like buy it because, um, yeah, that's been one of, in addition to the Jeep, the CRX and the MR2, those were all cars that I kind of jonesed for in high school. I drooled all over them. I was always like, oh, and the thing that's funny about the MR2 is that the thing that I thought that was so cool about it. I mean, I still think it's a good looking car. I honest to God, I do. Um, but the, you know, that like in the back window, there's like a little plastic, I don't know, fin type thing. And then the sun shines through and like creates a, casts a shadow on the back windshield that says Toyota MR2 in big letters. I just thought that was so badass in like 1985. I just thought that was so cool. Um, or 87 or whenever it was. I think I probably started thinking about cars like around 1987, 88. Um, but those 85s were like all over town, right? And like those, that first generation CRX and that first generation MR2. So, uh, yeah, just toys for the midlife crisis, I guess. <laughs> Anyway, I love this story of this fantasy, Tevin. It's really fun. I think that it would be fun to um, take some sort of like foot fetish scenario. I mean, I can think of a lot of foot fetish scenarios that involve like, say, um, trampling or foot worship or ball busting or, you know, like lots of different things and then have it um, culminate in like a cranking session or like maybe a revving session or, you know, take it out to the car or, you know, alternately start in the car and then take it inside for, for the nightcap. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, maybe this story has sparked some creative ideas for some of the listeners. If you have a story you want to share, whether it's a true story or a fantasy, or maybe it's kind of a, a mix. Maybe it's 
part true story, part embellishment. Um, you know, we can always make stories better with a little extra juicy something something. Um, <laughs> let me know. Send me your stories. You guys can email me at mimifootnip at gmail.com. I don't always reply. I'm not great at replying, but I do um, harvest the emails and then I share them on future episodes. So you just got to listen to the podcast for my my oral response to your message. Uh, so thank you so much for coming around and listening again this week. You guys have a happy Lunar New Year, a year of the tiger, meow, or roar, I guess. Uh, It's a new Lunar New Year, and um, yeah, yeah, thank you. Have a great weekend, everybody. Treat yourself to some pedal pumping content, and yeah, just keep on keeping on. Be you. Thank you.